Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. You're like, please don't bother me. This is another long story, but it's like half the length of the previous one. <laughs> Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tub? 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 The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. I'm so lazy, I'm not redoing that intro. <laughs> What's your name? Oh, it's Carl. <laughs> I'm Riley, and I have to consistently keep him on top of his shit. What are we drinking today? <laughs> the same thing we were drinking last time. Cause <laughs> same thing we drink every day, Pinky. <laughs> Try to take over the world. Beer for golf. Off. From Off Color Brewing at Chicago. It is a wheat style beer with lemon and black tea. It is pretty tasty. Nice light 4.5% on a nice 100 degree day out tonight like it is today. Yep. Delish. While we're sitting in our basement. Yes. So welcome to the new studio here at... Do you, I was going to call it Alchemix Bar, but <laughs> uh, do you want to start a tab? We figured this is a little bit more relaxing, a little bit more our speed. Also much, much cooler. Yeah. <laughs> it's not upstairs. Exactly. So on this little lovely pod, on this lovely little podcast. We Are you okay? No, I'm fucking, I'm just having, I'm having a day. You have moments, I have days. <laughs> okay. You better get your shit together. Well, you know, we're going to go see a metal show, so that should like. Help center me. Maybe. Maybe. As I spend all day tomorrow by myself. Good for me. What do we do? Oh, yeah. We read stories about the hospitality industry and talk about it. Should have been handled differently. How was it handled? Maybe it was handled perfectly. And then we rate the story one through five. One being your average story. Five being a unique situation. And then we call out if there's an asshole, if there's a hero. And yeah, that's all we do. Sounds right. <laughs> so we write the stories. We write the stories. Let's just, we write the stories. Oh, rate. I thought you said write. Sorry. So today I want to start off with one from I'm the Asshole subreddit. <laughs> what? I'm the Asshole subreddit. Am I the Asshole? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good subreddit. There's twice. <laughs> Fucking struggling. Is it over yet? <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right. Am I the Asshole? Uh, this was posted six days ago from Al Environmental 9195. Am I the asshole for demanding the bartender give my fiance another drink? I, male 25, was with my fiance, female 23, and one of our friends, male 24, at a bar late night. We had the munchies and no other places in town were open. My fiance ordered some food and a drink. The friend and I did not order anything. My fiance left to use the restroom. While she was gone, her food and drink came out. Her drink was a beer, which was canned. The bartender slash server had opened the drink and set it down on a counter away about 10 feet away from us, leaving it there for a few minutes and then picked it up, walked it over to us, set it down in front of my fiance's seat. She then turned to walk away. My friend and I exchanged glances, thinking, why would she leave the pre-opened drink there and then with us? I've worked as a bartender and I would never leave a girl's drink open while she was away. It had also been sitting between a bunch of guys for a few minutes while she was off chatting with some dude at the other side of the bar. 
the only reason she remembered the drink in the first place was because one of the guys was asking who this drink was for. When she put it on the table in front of us, I asked the server if it was customary to pre-open drinks and just leave them between customers. She got extremely upset and began rolling her eyes while asking her what we were accusing her of. I told her I was just curious as I'm aware of the don't leave your drink unintended rule and I would never do that as a bartender. I then asked her to replace the drink and the server, server became furious. My fiance had a previous incident regarding drink tampering and I had the bells ringing in my head. It was eventually turned into a full-blown argument. Or My fiance came back from the bathroom to find us arguing while being extremely confused. The bartender was super rude to her as well, which she set me off further. We then got kicked out of the bar for causing a commotion. Am I the asshole for demanding another drink? No. No, not at all. No. Like, they had every right to be dumbfounded, not dumbfounded, but confused, and then also asking for a new drink because of the circumstances that they seems like they laid out to the server slash bartender. Right. Every time I've seen, every time I've worked in a bar or I've seen you work in a bar, if you're, you open the drink in front of the patron. Mm-hmm. If, if, cause you have some places you have to open it. Um, I don't know. That's not true. If they're sitting at the bar, but they were sitting at a table, it seemed like. And so the server opened the drink at the bar, went to another table, set the bar, set that drink down at that table and then picked it up and then went to their table. It sounded like the bartender opened it at the bar and set it at a different place in the bar or at the bar. Well, they're saying bartender slash server. But I mean, I guess anyways. I mean, either way, either way, if you have to open the drink for somebody, then you should do it in front of them. Again, that's not always true. Because again, if you're going to a table, you're not going to open those things in front of them at the table. You're going to open up at the bar and walk it over to them. Okay, fine. Let's, Let's talk about it this way. Chain of evidence. If you're going to open it for somebody, it should not leave your physical presence until it meets right the patron's Absolutely. physical presence but you are right though that that when you when a server or bartender picks up a drink from the bar right it should not leave your hand or tray until it is put in front of that person right it should maintain appropriate what what the police call it, chain of custody or whatever right exactly setting it down and then talking to a bunch of people and then coming back picking it up i would like i wouldn't I, trust it i wouldn't trust it Especially if they've already had previous um, experience with it. And it's almost common now. I would, I don't know the math. I'm not looking up the math right now. But I would say if it's never happened to you, it's happened to someone that you've known. Or it's happened to you, but your partner drank it. You know, I took one for the team. <laughs> I mean, my drink has been tampered with twice. Right. In my in Three my times. Home. Three? I took the third one, right? No. You, I thought you said it's happened twice before I took it. Maybe. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, no, they are not in any wrong for asking for a new drink because it's if they feel that drink is unsafe anymore, why would they want to drink it? Right. Why? It's not their fault. You sat it down between then and there, right? If they right. Had made some dumb request and then asked for a new drink, because right. whatever they asked and it's for. An, and it would be another thing if it, if it was left at like the server pickup station. Right. But if it was left in front of another a table. group of men. Absolutely. No, <laughs> right. absolutely not. I don't trust anybody, but I sure don't trust men in a bar. Right. Absolutely. Period. <laughs> and then it blows my mind that the server's getting mad at them. It's like, why are you getting so mad? First of all, it's not your fucking beer or drink. Like right. it's not the bar pays for it, right? Like the markup is so high. It just costs you, it costs the bar $2. Unless it's one of those, unless it's one of those places that illegally charges them for waste or whatever. 
But even still, then don't leave a drink unattended. Right. right. It's your fault this happened. They're asking a very, not common, but they're asking a very. Reasonable. There you go. Request. Yes. Like, hey, look, I know me. Maybe she made a mistake, right? Maybe she didn't mean to set it down. She got to, maybe that group of people said something. She sat down to go do something else real quick, you know? And well, then, then, then she's, I, right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She dropped it off on the way. Right, but um, it just blows my mind that the server would get so upset about it. It's just like, who gives a fuck? It's not your drink. It's not, even if it is your bar, you're doing the customer right thing. Like, right. it's not like this group asked like 10 different drinks. Would you want somebody to leave your drink in front of a bunch of people? And like, that's not even to say that it's been left. It's a beer that's carbonated that has been left open for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to make that much difference. And that's like, if that was the only concern, I would be like, meh kind of suck it up because it's not going to be it's not going to be flat it's it's no different than expo running food out right chooses the wrong table right or brings the wrong food out sets it on the table walks away they're not going to come back pick that fucking food up and go deliver it to the right table right even you if just got to get new even if those people didn't touch it right it's it's at that point has been considered contaminated mm-hmm. and You're therefore going- has to be destroyed right. Exactly. So, or the staff eats it in the back because now it's, uh, now it's. <laughs> That's uh, destruction. <laughs> it's, but uh, yeah, no, the asshole is definitely the server or bartender. It says bartender slash server, right? So right. it seems like this person is. Was, bi- was working bar bi- tables too. Yeah. If you're doing this in the service industry and someone asks for a new drink and they, and it's for some of this concern, just exchange it out. Who gives a fuck, man? Right. Like, cause it's your fault. You fucked up. Right. Take ownership of it. Yeah, just accept accept that changes need to be made and make said changes. Right. And that change is either getting a new drink, change the drink, or change your attitude. Right, absolutely. Let's see. So the common denominator so far is not an asshole, obviously. Right. If you're worried about getting roofied, you are not the asshole, period. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, your concerns are valid and the server needed to be told that drinks should be not passed around the bar and left around for a chance to be fiddled with. Fiddled. Fiddled. Can I fiddle with you later? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're going to be trapped in a car for me for 90 minutes. So I'm going to fiddle with you the entire I'm gonna time. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> I was drugged by a bartender while out with my boyfriend. I had one drink. I don't remember going home. I think he was testing doses for practice because him and my boyfriend were friends at the time and he didn't try anything afterwards. Woo. Is it possible he thought he was helping your boyfriend out by drugging you? Are they still friends? Also, I'm sorry this happened. What the fuck, man? Man. Hey, Steve, uh, I got this shit. I just want to try it out on random people. Let's see how it works. Like, what the fuck? I, that just, it still blows my mind that people fucking do that shit. If, if you have to drug somebody to get what you want from them, maybe reevaluate your approach. Maybe reevaluate your whole person because something is wrong with it. Right. Like, I don't know what else to say about right. that, but like, just don't drug people. Right. There, there are plenty of people of the opposite sex that are willing to just fuck or willing to take drugs, <laughs> you know, willingly like, Hey, let's do this together. <laughs> the safety of our own home, man, I am not one of them <laughs> in my country. Legal drinking age is 18. There was instances a few years ago where I had one cocktail Got fallen over drunk, bumped my head, and had to go to the ER as I kept blacking out. Yeah. A few months later, there was a newspaper article following a lot of drink spiking instances, and the bartenders were spiking the ice before placing them in the drinks. Spiking ice? God damn. 
Why? Fuck. What? 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 Why? Fuck. I like. I don't even know which way to go with it, right? Because if I rated a two, I understand why I give it a two. If I rated like a three and a half, I know why I rated it in three and a half. Um, I guess I rate. You know, I'll do a three and a half, three point five, because it is it is weird for this bartender to get so upset about a simple request. Really? This, what? <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Oh, you think I get upset if people make? No, no, requests? not you, not uh, you, but. I don't think it's weird at all for a server, especially a server, to be confrontational about an order they messed up. But what? But there, what, what it seemed like is they explained to him why they want the new drink because you left that at some random table. We don't know what happened at this random table. We want a new drink. Yeah, and yeah, but I mean, that's why we raise these stories of what we feel. Yeah, what I feel. What I you don't. Feel. Go ahead. I, so no, is that it. you said three point what? Three point five. Just because. The nature of it is is the reason why right, they're the, requesting a new drink. Not because... The reason is absolutely valid. Right. But that being said, I do know people who would have just been like, I refuse to take accountability for any reason whatsoever. And I've worked with those people. Mm. Just on principle, I'm not going to admit that it was left out. I'm not going to admit that I made a mistake. I'm not going to admit that this is something that should be fixed. So uh, fuck you is mm. essentially the attitude. And I've worked with those people. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of the movie Waiting. Right. With the dark headed server who's like a real bitch. And then she's nice to their face. Oh, right. Yeah. I've worked with servers who are like that, who, who have this attitude in almost every establishment that I worked at. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give this a two at most. Okay. So two, I'm going to say two because the reasoning was valid. And I mean, the reasoning is always valid. You should always trust people to some degree. I think if we can't do that, then we're failing as a society. Like if I don't think all reasons are valid. Right. But like I said, to some degree. Right. If somebody gives you a valid reason, you should trust that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm I'm, it's a two. I've seen it. Not maybe not this exact situation, but somebody would have responded the same way. Right. I mean, not cool situation. Cool <laughs> that uh, you are sticking with your guns at why you're giving it a two. Right. So if you have a story you'd like to share with us, we do have a subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? It is a link in the description of any podcast platform that you are listening to this on. While you're on that, give us a little rating, five star, Spotify or Apple. Those are two biggest platforms that people listen to this podcast on. It definitely helps the podcast grow, reaches more people, share it with a friend or family that you think would find our comments and thoughts interesting. We also do have a phone number. That phone number is 563-277-0072. You can give us a call, leave us a voicemail up to three minutes long about maybe a story that you'd like to tell us verbally, verbally, right? Verbally, verbally. Yes. Okay. Instead of uh, written. Because we're not all William Shakespeare, unfortunately, when it comes to the words. Shakespeare wrote plays, so those were verbal. He wrote words. I'm saying. <laughs> I said you either speak verbally or we're not, because we're not all like William Shakespeare and write words. I would have gone with like a poet like Keats or something. But <laughs> Do I look like someone that is cultured and know anything about that? I The first fucking person that writes shit, I could have picked Robert Robert Landon. Who I just think it's wrote. funny that you pick somebody who, who wrote things to be spoken. <sighs> This might be one of the last podcast episodes <laughs> that we do together. Pretty soon, we're just going to record your half. I'm going to record my half separately. I'm just going to stitch that shit together. Anywho. <laughs> we appreciate you guys listening to the show. We love you guys so much. 
If you guys want to support the show, we do have a Patreon for just $3 a month. We talk more with each guest about their personal experiences, their growth in the bartender industry, what they're doing now, and everyone's different journey because not everyone's going to be a life bartender and they each have exciting lives. So yeah, just for $3 a month, you know, that's a pint. That's less than a pint of glass of beer. So go check it out. Links in the description at Patreon. Do you want to start a tab? Thank you so much, guys. Did you guys know Riley and I have a YouTube channel called Alchemix Bar, a website and Instagram based all around cocktails? We also created the Bartender's Alphabet to better understand slang and descriptions and other things involved with cocktail making. So if you want to check that out, it's in the link description, Bartender's Alphabet at Alchemix Bar. Hope you guys enjoy. And now back to the show. Last week, I teased a... I'm still a bit upset all week about that. <laughs> a potential reason to order an expensive drink when somebody offered to buy you a drink. You're just doing this to infuriate me. No, I'm not. I, it, I just happened to have this in my hip pocket and I figured I'd pull it out. <laughs> The, the title is, won't take no for an answer. Fine, make it a double. <laughs> okay. I was a bartender a couple of years ago. Oh, sorry. The, the user is Clumsy Skeleton from two years ago on the Petty Revenge subreddit. I was a bartender a couple of years ago and experienced some form of sexual harassment each time I clocked into work. This came with the territory, unfortunately, and there was a little support and there was little support from management when it came to dealing with the creeps. So we had to get creative with solutions. After a particularly grueling work week, my coworkers convinced me to go out with them and to check out another local beach bar that I hadn't been to before. The bar had some fun drinking games available with some great deals on drinks, so we were all having a good time. After my second AMF, adios motherfucker. Which is basically a Long Island iced tea, I think, with blue carousel. In it's it. blue carousel and Sprite, right? So it's so. blue, not right. like bluish brown. Right. I was starting to feel a bit more sociable and strayed a bit from my original group and joined some friendly strangers for a game of beer pong. Halfway through the game, a guy that I hadn't noticed that night asked me if he could buy me a drink, and I politely declined one and continued my game. Ten minutes later, he returns with an AMF, two, and offers it to me. I hadn't given him a drink order before, so to me, this seemed like he had been watching me for at least an hour to see what I had ordered at my last visit to the bar. I tell him no thanks and that I'm set for the drinks for the rest of the night. He stood there within 15 feet from me as we finished our particularly long game of beer pong. At the end, he offers me the same AMF that has now been watered down. I say no, but a bit more firmly and walk past him. About 30 minutes later, I'm at the bar with my coworkers again, and he finds himself an empty seat right next to me. At first, he sits quietly, which I'm thankful for because he's really starting to annoy me. When he finishes the drink, the old AMF he ordered before, he asks the bartender for two more, saying that the second would be for me. The bartender looks at me for approval, and in my buzz state, my petty gears started turning. I put on my biggest smile and say, yeah, okay, but I don't want an AMF. I'd like a tequila shot, actually. The creep looks annoyingly smug that I finally accepted his advances. That is, until I ask the bartender what his most expensive shot of tequila would be. The bartender looks amused and says his most expensive shot would ring in about $50. <laughs> the creep then starts to look nervous and I ask him if that would be a problem. He tries to cover his nerves and says my wallet isn't an issue. To that, I smile and ask for a double. I gladly take my glorious double shot of tequila, thank him for his generosity and walk away with my friends. I enjoyed the rest of my night with no further issues from him. Whew. <laughs> 
Okay, so the only thing I want to start off with, and I don't know why I'm starting with this, because if I don't say it now, I'll forget it through this next 10 minutes of conversation, is I don't have a problem with the guy look like for the, an hour, kind of like prepping his work to see what she's drinking. So when he does buy her a drink, let's, okay. especially like with when it's an AMF, like there, there are very few drinks that look like an AMF, right. especially if you're at a beach bar. Right. Like, so like, so like he, he could have seen her drink one. Right. But, and, but yeah, so like, I mean, I've seen it before, even in movies and stuff like that. Like, oh, I watch, I've seen you drink three apple martinis. So right. I'm going to drink, uh, here's an but, apple tea. But as a woman, like it does kind of like. Creep you out. It, he, his spidey senses. It's like. <laughs> Little bugs crawling up your but, shoulders. Because yeah. I said no once. No, no, no. Okay. So that's. I'm, and uh, then you watched what I was drinking and then you just bought that thinking I would accept it. Right. What I'm saying is take away all of that. Just right. in the complex of a guy watches you if drink you a couple observe, drinks. Observe. Yeah. And that's a drink you order for him first without. And this is the first right. interaction. Right. I think that's that's fine because. We all people watch. We all notice yeah. what people are doing. Yeah. Make sure she thinks this girl's cute. You're going to pay attention to what she's doing. Right. A little bit at some degree. So that's the that's that's the only thing I want to say is I don't have a problem with that specifically. Obviously, the problem is the the continued, continued advances right. despite rejection. Okay, so let's let's ask this then. How many times is it okay to ask the same question before you're now harassing? Two. Mean, two. I think two. So you're allowed to do twice. Like, I mean, not allowed, but like and, in a general it, sense, because depending on how it's all situational. Right. right? Everything that we talk about is situational, but like right. a general statement. I think, I think guideline. two is a good rule, but I also yeah. think one would be a good rule. Right. Like, I think one is a good rule for like hard nose. Right. She said, no, thank you. The first time hard rule. No, yeah. we're done. Because if you ask again after a certain amount of time, you're hoping she's a little more drunk mm -hmm. and willing to abandon her expectation or her, to abandon her. What's the word I'm looking for? Not ideals because it's not an idea, but like her, her. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Your, Words are hard today, guys. So, yeah, you're, you're hoping that she's standards. more drunk. You're hoping. She, yeah. Standards. You're hoping she's more drunk and she's willing to look past the fact that she already said no to you, which is not OK. It definitely comes I'm, again. I'm not trying to validate what this guy is doing at all but, because right. But sorry, let me just finish. Sorry. Um, like so, I think two as a hard rule mm -hmm. would be like, no, I'm good, thanks. But you continue to have a conversation, and you're you're con you're continuing to interact. And she was like, no, I don't want to take a drink from you. But then you're 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 vibing, right? And then you offer again. And if she says no again, then you just you get you, you're done. Yeah. I yeah. Because, like, an hour goes past, like, hey, I'm going to get another drink. Do you want something? Right. But, like, you come up to me, and I'm having a drink, and you say, hey, can I buy you a drink? No. No, thank you. I'm going to return. I do not continue talking to you, and I turn back to my friends or whoever I'm with. Mm -hmm. You're done. Right. There's there's no more to say here. It goes back to, I don't know if we talked about on this podcast or with friends before or... We have a lot of, I mean, we've been together for 10 years, so we, we've right. had a lot of conversations, a lot of different environments, a lot of different things. It goes back to, I know we had a discussion is, is when someone buys someone a drink, there's now this perceived expectation. It's, it's a, it's considered a social currency mm -hmm. in that the expectation or the, the, the goods or the good or service is sex. I don't think it's always that far. I think it's now this or is like now, time. I'm allowed to a time. I, that's, I think that's what it is. Cause now I, 
I now, think a lot of people see it as like a currency for sex though. But I, I, I don't, I, I disagree with that. I don't, I think you think everything with all that has to do with sex. I think it's now I at least talk to you for an expected amount of time. And then we go from there. Like you're basically having a speed date of like where you want this to go from there. I don't think every person who buys someone a drink is expecting sex out of that. Drink. No, no, you're right. However, I, like, I don't think all snakes are venomous, but I'm not willing to jump into a pit of snakes. So, like, I have been said, well, I bought you a drink. You, you're you supposed to come home with me. So now that's what I see. I guess, see, like, in my eyes, anytime I've ever bought someone a drink, I've never said it because I'm a pussy and scared of females. And it takes more than one drink for me to think that. Mentality. But, I mean, I feel like that's coming from 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 a masculine lens versus a feminine lens. Like like I said, it's it, it's the snake analogy like not all snakes are venomous but do i trust that any snake isn't going to bite me and that it's not going to kill me right so like because it's happened i'm going to expect that that is the you prepare for the worst you prepare for the worst and hope for the best right but every time if somebody asks me to buy a drink i'm going to prepare prepare for the worst i mean i'm not dismissing you're allowed to feel that way i guess i just don't feel I, i guess the the kind of people i hang out with you know like i'm saying like i don't see that as right. an issue but then again right see i can't say because it does happen to me because i've been <laughs> to gay bars and i've had guys buy me drinks and 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 you're afraid no i'm not afraid not, not, necess- not afraid but you're you're on guard they're using it as a way to communicate and just talk and have a conversation with and then go from there and then they find i'm straight and they're like well, what the fuck i'm like well you were the one to buy i didn't Right. Come to you and ask right. you see, for a drink. See, so it has happened to you. And I mean, it, it, it like I do think ultimately at the end of the day, even if it is just to open up conversation, what's the purpose of opening up conversation? To have a conversation with someone random. I mean, how did we first meet? At a bar. I didn't buy you a drink, but we still And just, I ended up sleeping with you. Three <laughs> months later, you came to my bar. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think every interaction at a bar is perceived to have Indian in sex. There but, are people. There are people like me. I will talk to people just to talk to people. Yeah, but you, the- you are you are an anomaly. I understand, but I'm just. I also <laughs> think though, just in a standard wise, I don't think it's just an always end. I don't think that's always the end game with everyone. No, you're right. You're. It's not. However, Friday night there's fucking four hundred people at like a frat bar. Fuck yeah, okay, I get that, This right? is a beach bar where they serve adios motherfuckers. Right. That was, this is exactly the environment right. that that this would be that. <laughs> I'm just saying, in general, right, there are bars, you just like, you know what, I'm just going to talk to, you know, again, I'm a guy, so it's, it's just like with any fucking subject I get to talk about. Since I'm a white male, there's a lot of subjects like I don't really get to like. You you don't get to speak on. Right, because <laughs> with I'm any authority with everything whatsoever. in my entire life. I'm just <laughs> saying my two cents, probably wrong. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Well, because like to me, ordinarily, and I know that you're the exception, and I'm, and we're gonna take you out of the mix. Ordinarily, when a man is like, "I wasn't trying to get laid," blah 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 blah. Right. He's the same guy who's gonna be who's gonna say, "Will you owe me?" Yes, there are those guys exist, and I know they're I'm more the- common than than your type. Mm. In in my okay. experience. Yeah, and I, and that's why. And I-, I mean, that's why that's like. That's why picking a woman up in a bar is a trope. It exists for a reason. So we can accept that that is the baseline. No? No, I, I, sorry. I had a, I had a, a moment in my head right now. I'm like, well, we're going to go to a bar later tonight. And maybe <laughs> if I buy someone a drink with the intentions of sleeping, then maybe I'll act different. I'm totally joking. I'm not going to do that. But I'm just saying, like, you know. 
<laughs> um, no, it, it's hard because it just blows my mind that people actually think that way because I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, are there some times where I talk to, I buy someone a drink and then do we end up sleeping? Yes, it has happened, but that was never my intention to go there. I'm going to buy this girl this drink. So I hope she fucking sleeps with me. I but hope- you, but I hope I'm going to buy this person a drink. So she wants to talk to me. And if she talks to me, then maybe she'll, we'll, we'll vibe. And if we vibe, then maybe we'll sleep together. It's like, it's like, uh, degrees of separation, but it all boils down to the same thing. There's a lot of different circumstances for every group, every person. And, you know, if someone tells you, no, like, especially twice, I think two is like a good guideline. Like, look, if you've been denied twice by someone to say no, because they don't either want to drink because maybe they're not trying to drink. If you're denied, their wishes. if you're denied one time when you haven't had a conversation with the person, you're done. Uh, yes, if you're having it, a conversation with the person and they then then they say no, mm-hmm. then you can ask a second time if the conversation continues. Right. I feel like that's a good rule. Also, pre-buying the drink and then hand it to them. That's, no, thank you. No, thank you. If say, hey, I'm going to go get a drink. You want right. one? Right. That's a See little our more. previous story with like, we're afraid. <laughs> right. <laughs> like getting roofied is a real uh, risk mm-hmm. and we're not going to take that risk. Yeah. All right. For this story... It's going to be like a one eight. Yeah. yeah. I was going to, I was going to say maybe like a 2.2 because he went hard in the paint. Yeah. But it's still like, it, it's the, it's the thing that puts it over the two mark for me is the fact that she ordered a double of probably uh, 1942. Uh, no, it's got to be more expensive than that. At a, at a beach bar, we charge, uh, first reserve charges $20 for 1942. Okay. It's a whiskey bar. So it's yeah. probably even, anyways, <laughs> I'm just trying to well. <laughs> so, so bad. bad. Okay. So anyways, guys, just remember, don't be a dick. Tip your bartenders, drink responsibly and make your wife wait longer to pee. Bye. Bye. <laughs>